Welcome to Honestly Haunted. to Honestly Haunted. We're your hosts, Erin Grogan and Abby Chowning. This week, we're visiting the Baltic country of Lithuania. Now, if we haven't harped on this EU tour enough about things being so old, we apologize. It's just something Americans get really interested in for some reason. But Lithuania is the only Baltic country with more than 1,000 years of statehood tradition. Which means the first recorded histories of Lithuania being a sovereign state date back to 1009 AD. And that makes the national language of Lithuania, which is Lithuanian, one of the oldest languages still spoken in the world today. In fact, Lithuanian has more links to Sanskrit in origin as it predates many of the Latin-based languages. Sorry for the tangent, but if you haven't figured out that Aaron and I are (laughs) history nerds by now, we don't know what to tell you. Major nerds. (laughs) Big time. (laughs) Pretty much. But while Lithuania's history on the world stage is fascinating, it, of course, is not the topic of this episode. The country is often referred to as the land of nature for its stunning landscapes over 6,000 lakes and prehistoric forests. But after doing our research for this episode, we think a better name might be the Land of Haunted Houses. (laughs) (laughs) Love that name. We found tales from eight different manors, villas, and castles across the country, all claiming to have ghostly infestations. And they're all generally pretty different from one another. It is not uncommon for cities with one or two allegedly haunted locations to have their tales blended together over time, connecting the locations with one overarching legend or myth. But in these locations throughout Lithuania, we seem to have unique stories that have stayed relatively intact for centuries. While we would love to tell you about all eight allegedly haunted locations, and we very well might one day, we wanted to tell you about our three most favorite that we found. First, we will venture to the southwestern corner of Lithuania, where we find Sudovia, which is one of the five cultural regions that make up the country. In the countryside of Sudovia rests the well-preserved estate of Pedzieri Manor. Close enough. (laughs) (laughs) I tried my best. Built in the 1800s, it is often referred to as the Pearl of Sudovia. This gorgeous white mansion is located near a picturesque lake. It sort of reminded us of the Von Trapp mansion in Sound of Music in terms of its size and grandeur. The heels are alive with the sound of ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) So while our first impression of the mansion was that it was absolutely beautiful, the more you begin to look through the pictures of the estate, the more you start to experience an odd feeling that something is seriously off with the place. While our research indicates that the grounds are meticulously cared for and the 19th century manor has been restored and kept in excellent condition, no one actually lives on the property, nor is it open to the general public, which seems really odd, right? Exactly. What is the point of keeping the manor and grounds pristine while no one is there to enjoy it? Well, theories seem to be all over the place on the matter, but most agree on one thing. 
The grounds are haunted. Now, whether or not the owners of the estate refused to live there because of the hauntings, we don't know. But what we do know is that a legend dating back to the 19th century, shortly after the manor was built, might have something to do with it. The wealthy landlord of the estate, who was named Zygmantas Guranoskis, had a secret affair with a young woman who worked for the manor. He claimed he loved her and was prepared to leave his wife for her. They all did. Yeah. <laughs> However, it wasn't long before the young woman became pregnant with his child. And shortly after that, his wife discovered the affair. She vowed to ruin him if he did not deal with the situation and have his lover banished from the area. He was apparently unable to find a way out of this situation that he got himself into. <laughs> he tried so hard, I'm sure. <laughs> and he did what his wife asked. He made an arrangement with a neighboring estate and had his mistress and her young child relocated there. The young woman became horribly distressed and did not handle the abandonment of her lover well. And we can't really blame her. But in the early morning hours, the woman took off on foot with her newborn back to Pezzerai Manor. When she arrived, she bundled up her child and left them at the front door of the manor. She then walked herself into a nearby lake and drowned herself in the cold waters. Her body was found a short way down the riverbank a week later. Even though she had clearly been deceased for days, the people who found her body claimed it looked like she was still producing tears and crying onto her cheeks. She was buried in an unmarked grave along the property line of the estate. We don't know the fate of her child, but I like to believe that they were taken in and raised with the other children of the house. But even I know that that likely wasn't the case. But wishful thinking. Yeah. And stories like these. But today, many people believe that the ghost of the abandoned woman is quite active on the grounds of the estate. And she is most usually seen at dawn. She appears as a white shadow drifting along the riverbank and even floating atop the water. While there are no reports of her actually entering the manor, there are many stories of her peering through the windows at night, which likely would have been the time she would wait for her lover to join her. The next stop on our Lithuanian haunted house tour brings us to Villa Annapolis in Polonga, which is located on the northwestern coast. Now, Annapolis roughly translates to afterlife or underworld in Lithuanian, so you know this is going to be good. <laughs> the villa was built by Count Tysiewicz for his wife, Countess Sophia, in the late 1900s. He had specific rooms in the house built to Sophia's exact specifications. Sophia had two very serious hobbies, playing her beloved organ and spirit rapping. <laughs> if you aren't familiar with that practice, we will bring you up to speed really quickly. <laughs> Which is not actual rapping. rapping. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which, would, I mean, sounds awesome either way, but... Those ghosts have beats. <laughs> yeah. So spirit rapping was a practice that came into prominence with the rise of spiritualism. Many believe the main practices of spiritualism started in the 1840s in Western New York State. Go Buffalo! <laughs> You're going to be known for something. I mean, honestly, Wings it, it's and spirit one of the first rapping. times I have felt incredibly proud of being a Buffalonian. <laughs> but spiritualism became a very popular practice within the upper classes of many societies throughout Europe by the late 1800s. And Countess Sophia had become quite skilled at hosting seances in her home and serving as a medium to communicate with the spirits of the dead. She would use a series of knocks and taps 
called spirit rapping, to ask questions of spirits and then interpret their responses. While this practice was a very common tenet of spiritualism, Sophia felt the need to take it further. And this is something, as paranormal enthusiasts, we have never seen or heard of before. Sophia requested a wall of mirrors to be added to the house's seance room. A tenet of spiritualism was that mirrors could be used to trap spirits within a space once they had been summoned there. Sophia became infamous for conducting seances to attract spirits, and then they would be trapped within the walls of her seance room of mirrors. Okay, but here's the messed up part. She wouldn't let the spirits go when she finished speaking with them. She trapped them in the room permanently, so they could not return to the spirit realm. Now, why she decided to do this, we, we have no idea. It seems like a pretty twisted practice, in our opinion. And the universe apparently thought so, too, because Countess Sophia would succumb to a very painful early death from a mysterious disease. After her death, the mirrors in the seance room were removed, and it's rumored that this released the imprisoned spirits into the rest of the house, but that it didn't actually allow them to leave the house itself. The villa has been updated and remodeled into a museum today, but staff and visitors to the villa claim that dozens of spirits wander the halls of the old house. Even Sophia's spirit is said to remain within the house as a punishment for what she did. Serves her right. Yeah. Her spirit is believed to be present when the old organ that still resides in the house's music room plays mysteriously with no one touching the keys. Ooh, I like it. I mean, I don't <laughs> like her, music. but yeah. <laughs> So our third and final stop is at Rokiskis Manor, which is located in the town of Rokiskis in northeastern Lithuania. The manor was built in 1499 for Duchess Elena, and it passed through multiple families over the centuries. Each family made gradual changes and additions to the original structure, and today it more closely resembles a palace, with neo-baroque, neo-gothic, and neo-renaissance influences scattered throughout. In the 1890s, the estate passed to the Sidekis family, who had a 16-year-old son named Jassius. And Jassius was known to be quite the trickster. He would play practical jokes on his parents and manor staff. Sadly, it was reported that Jassius experienced some sort of cardiac event, and he passed away in his sleep. After his death, his bereaved parents were so distressed at his passing that they found that they could no longer stand living in the house, and they turned over ownership of the manor to the state. Rokisis Manor was ultimately converted into a museum and is open to the public today, but many guests and staff believe the spirit of a mischievous young man still walks the halls of the museum he once called home. Curators of the museum work meticulously to make sure all the valuable artwork and artifacts are hung correctly throughout the museum, but a trickster spirit seems to be responsible for consistently tilting the artwork to the left throughout the museum at night. How annoying, but also kind of funny. Yeah, it is definitely <laughs> funny and also definitely annoying. Yeah. But it also sounds like something that I would find hilarious if I was a ghost. Yeah. Like, I have I ever told you about what I think is like the best breaking and entering thing in the world i don't think it's, so <laughs> it's so stupid but ever since i was in high school i had this thing that i thought was hilarious i thought it was a hilarious joke where it's like <laughs> you do a b and e you break and enter into somebody's house obviously i've never done this but this is like a Aaron. <laughs> but like you do a b and e but like all you do is you pour all of their juice into cups or like any of their liquids into cups and put them back in the fridge so it's like 
all you've done is kind of make things more convenient for them. <laughs> so, like, the person, and then you leave, and then the person is like, oh my god, somebody broke into my house, and they call the cops, and the cops are like, what did they take? And they have to be like, they Nothing. poured my juice. <laughs> it's so stupid, but I think it's so funny, and this sounds like exactly what this trickster ghost would do. He's just like, I'm gonna turn everything, everything sideways to the left. <laughs> and I, yeah, or if, like, there was, like, a statue, like, kind of just, like, twisting it just enough, like, counterclockwise, so yes. only, like, the butt is showing. Yes, you know? like, exactly. It just seems... Just like just like really kind of mundane and and kind of stupid Nuisance. things yeah. that are just it's just hilarious to me. Yeah, I love that. So, what a, an appropriate episode for a few days after Halloween. Yeah, for those of you who went out to enjoy haunted houses, it sounds like Lithuania has quite a few. Like I said, many in our research, we found over and there's more than eight, but there's kind of like if you look on like like haunted travel lists. Yeah, those eight are, are pretty much consistent through all the lists that we were found and able to translate into English. Um, but these three just were really interesting for for a few reasons um so we can guess start with the first one sad sad ghost yeah. lady uh they don't really call her like she doesn't have a color she doesn't have a color which yeah. is different She's not the blue gray green lady. gray any yeah. of those things yeah so so this one like obviously the the name of the owner of the manor is is listed and we have like some dates but again we don't have the name of this woman, woman which is which to be fair does kind of make sense if she was a mistress and she was yeah. sent away i mean it wouldn't necessarily be in official records and it does sound like the guy was like i need to hush her hush, away. Hush. um so even like even if she didn't die i still feel like that's still kind of a tragic story mm-hmm. of like being with somebody thinking you're in love and then literally being hidden away yeah by them. and they decide not to choose you yeah when they like said very that they very sad so even sad. even at that point that's i feel like a recipe for i was like under the idea that she she did take her life like it sounds like a recipe for a grudge to be yes, born if we yes. reach into it it also sounds kind of reminiscent of like some of the like la urena style yeah. stories and things like that um but luckily, the kid was alive. Alive? We yes. hope she went to great lengths to keep them safe. So I, there's not much that says what happened. But we all the stories say that the child was like relinquished to the father. The so father, we yeah. assume that something was done. Hopefully not horrible. Which is a slightly happier part of this story, I guess. Because yeah. uh, a lot of those tales don't always end that way. Usually she takes the child with her. Like, yeah. that's usually what happens. So yeah. at, least, at least there's that. But the as far as the evidence of the house today, the fact that it's, like, kept pristine, the yeah, grounds are pristine, bizarre. but no one's allowed on the property, at least from what we could tell. Again, most of the, the research we had to translate into English for this one. Um, because so, that does, like, what would the point be? And what would it be? Like, I'm trying to think of equivalents and I'm like, I mean, unless it's like own, unless it does have some sort of function that people just don't know about, or it's like, is it considered, is it considered state land? Like, yeah, I mean, they, I mean, maybe it's like legally required to be upkept or something. Sure. Like, but then, but at that point it's like, why not use it then? Right. But yeah. So I don't know about that one. That's a li- and so it, apparently it's still like it was handed down through other families. So there are people either that are the descendants of this man or who I mean if it was purchased and sold separate. I don't know. But it seems like it's not owned by the government that there's like a family who's a state. Yeah. It is, but yeah. they refuse to live on the property. If that, there yeah. is anyone listening who 
is in Lithuania, has been to Lithuania, or anything like that, and you have already, because we are not telling you to do this, but if you have already <laughs> gone yeah. and, like, snuck onto this property, <laughs> tell know. us about it. Because, of course, we'll share pictures of it, but there's just something off about this estate like i don't i i don't know what it well, is well and the weird thing to me is that if it is so off to the point that like even being there physically feels that way that like people don't want to live there mm-hmm. it's weird to me that they keep it up then they yeah. don't just like call it a wash call, yeah leave it, it alone down. what you know it's it's yeah. strange it's a strange choice there's lots of abandoned homes in the world you know yeah. like inexpensive ones so it's like i don't know what i don't just don't know what the point is so yeah, unless it's, it's like weird. it's actually like a, a national heritage site and they can't destroy it but they have to keep it up with government money like you suggested but i don't know there's something something just fishy something, something a little i have strange. questions and i want to know more and also how creepy would it be to like know that a ghost like looks in the windows at night but she never comes inside which is also creepy just, but also <laughs> then how do people know if they if there's nobody living there. I guess people had lived there or oh. were in there okay. like, to keep maintain it. Like if there's like cleaning crews or something like that who That's come in. True. So I don't know. I don't why they'd be there at night. I don't know either. I have lots of questions basically. This is why it stood out, I think. So anyway, so we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to that one if we need to. But I think we really have to talk about Countess Sophia because oh girl was twisted. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she reminds me of a more twisted version of Sarah Winchester. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she like took it to the next level. It wasn't necessarily about trying to keep herself away from spirits. It was about trapping. And what's the spirits. Um, what's the woman from New Orleans? Oh, Madame. The, the really twisted one. She was like a human torturer. Yes, like a this. like yeah. a literal like killer. Um. Oh, is Madame uh, Lalaurie? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Her. Exactly. So it does kind of seem like she. She tortured the physical forms of and then people, Count and Sophia then tortured spiritual the forms. Spirit. Which I would—I mean, obviously a little different, but like, what's the what? what yeah, and I who wonder would, yeah. what she thought she gained by keeping them. And I say that because I—I I do think there had to be a reason. I feel like if she was already into spiritualism. She was doing all of these pieces of it. I feel like she was a little beyond spiritualism and maybe she was like diving further into the occult and there was something occult-like that she was trying to accomplish or do. Yeah, I mean, the, the things that come to mind are like maybe she was trying to capture the spirit of a loved one to keep them with her. Ooh. But in that case, why would she why keep, would keep the others? others? When yeah. she find, found out that they weren't who she was looking for, yeah, why didn't she I just let like them go? Yeah, I feel like there was something more sinister It's more sinister than that. Like, for sure. Yeah, and then, so the fact when they built this home for her, like, that her husband was like, so what do you need in this seance room, boo? Like, he like, had it, like... She's like, mirrors to trap the spirits of the undead. He was like, bet. Hey, <laughs> I got you. I don't know why he's talking like this. Bet. Bet. I got you, boo. I got you, baby boo. <laughs> baby, baby girl. <laughs> Countess Sophia. I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's really bizarre to me. And the fact that she, like, plays her ghostly organ. I don't know. It's just kind of like, it's quintessential perfect haunted house there, for me. Yeah, no, that is, I will say, like organs pianos musical instruments being heard in a place in which you are not seeing them being played is very quintessential very quintessential haunted house yeah yeah i don't know why i love it very spooky or like you can't see them 
like you can't see like not necessarily that's you don't know who's playing them but like disembodied music yes, is just exactly. sca- I don't know what it is about it. it's just there's something about it so anyway so the house itself is a museum today and people still claim that like not just one or two but like dozens of spirits and so that's another curious thing and again for us to kind of delve into the discussion of what spirit we think spirits are and mm. why that they would be conf- confined to this house even after they were released from the seance See, room that's why i think something more sinister was going on because part of me is like it's not about the mirror it's about whatever she did to keep them mm-hmm. and that's why they still haven't left the house because even if the mirrors are gone whatever she did bound them and mm-hmm. they have not been unbound yeah that's even- that's what that's like what i think yeah. about it because to me it doesn't make sense any other way of like if it really was just connected to the mirrors like why would they still be there why wouldn't they yeah. leave yeah. Or in her death, why were they not released. released? Yes. And like, but was that her, her, like, yeah, she died a very painful death. And so again, it's hard to like correlate if, if that was because of how crappy of a person she was, if she also, died a painful death. But it's like, or was she binding these spirits, but they were also slowly killing her. Yeah. We're draining her. Or what if she wanted to be a ghost? And she was yeah. like, she was like, this is what I want. I want to just like play my piano and organ and, and be a, a ghost lady forever. So maybe she was like capturing spirits to like harm. I don't know. We could speculate all yeah, day on that one. Yeah, I mean, it, that's, that's the unfortunate part is that it is all speculation. Yeah. Because I want answers. I, I so but... desperately. Yeah. So interesting on that one for sure. So in our final one, the final palace, Ro- Ros- our trickster Ros- ghost, Roskikis. I know we pronounce all these names are difficult for us, but anyway, the palace is really cool. And like we mentioned, it it really does have influences. It looked like someone just kind of like someone Picassoed this estate altogether with a whole bunch of different medieval castles and you know classical castles. And anyway, so it's just it's a hodgepodge, but really yes. really beautiful to look at for sure. And apparently there's a trickster amongst us. So we kind of talked about him a little bit, but yeah. And I, so the thing that I think is interesting with this story is, um, we haven't talked a ton about museums being haunted Hmm. places. Like, I think we've kind of touched a little bit on like things that have become museums after, but one of the things that I was thinking of when we were talking about this was like the very idea of a museum almost breeds ghosts because it's like literally mm-hmm. about keeping the history alive. Yeah. And so yeah, that's I mean, I don't know, it just right. it was just a thought that that jumped into my mind. Cuz we talked about like artifacts coming into a museum and then for like they're for making a haunted like Robert yes. the doll yes. in the key in Florida Keys. Um and then if you are on Patreon one of our mini episodes, the haunted, the most cursed mummy in the world at the British yeah, Museum. Yeah, yeah, Go check that one out if you aren't following us or on Patreon. We would love your support there. But yeah, that that is interesting. If the space itself is haunted and we have artifacts that like kind of come in to the space and Does like it almost 
awaken them. them. That's what I like to think. Like, that's interesting. <laughs> night, night at the museum it, style. Yes, yes, but like, haunted version. Yes. Oh, it kind of makes me think of um, the collection that the Warrens kept from oh, all yes. of their, they had all of their, like, haunted. With Annabelle with and Anna, I know. Yeah. And again, I don't know how realist other than in the movies. But they definitely, they definitely did have a collection. Yeah. They definitely did have artifacts that they kept closed mm-hmm. up and things like that. Right. Um, I mean, like, I've seen pictures of the real space that yeah. they had that stuff in and everything. Yeah. So th- that's that's an interesting thing, too, to think about. But yeah, so as far as, like, the legacy of this kid, we know he lived and we know he died in the house and people just think that he never left, but his family had such a hard time dealing with his loss, they, like, just couldn't live there anymore. Which makes sense. Yeah, I, t- oh, I totally get yeah. that. Um, so again, so it was just some, some very interesting... Uh, haunted locales and who knows check out our our mini we might do some mini episodes on some of the other haunted cast or castles or manors mini lithuanian haunts yeah haunted manners as we have we've we've dubbed this title for this (laughs) for this episode so i think that probably could bring us to our verdict honestly haunted Mm -hmm. i i kind of say this one because it's like "Mm, haunted yeah like it's because there's there's enough going on that we have questions at the end of the day yeah i'll say I I had I wasn't quite sure how to answer because we have like three distinct stories and I might not have the same answer for each yeah. one. Yeah. Well, let's go through each one. Okay. Let's see. So so the first one, the haunted uh the haunted manor by the lake. Honestly, Honestly haunted. Oh, oh, I was going to say not haunted. There's something eerie afoot. And that's why I think I was saying <laughs> yes, but So so I'm going to say just because I feel like the the whole reason why it seems mysterious, like why no one lives there, why the grounds are pristine, yeah. but no one lives there. It's like the government could have like, oh, it's a national heritage site. We have to keep it nice. And people, right. and we use it for totally. estate things. Like we, we do use it, but we just couldn't find that in our research. So I feel like we're one question away from having it answered That's about fair. why it looks off. But I think your reason of saying haunted is just as valid because we don't know the answer. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think we're on the same page. Yeah. Like, I just lean more towards yes until proven otherwise. But I also feel True. like you're right. Like, I feel like be, because we don't speak Lithuanian, we might also be missing some obvious. So, like, yeah. if you guys have been, like, if any of you read Lithuanian and have read other sources yeah. about it or anything, please let us know. Um, but yeah, I think I think I lean more toward that I I have a thing with like spaces when they feel weird being like, I'm gonna give in to this feeling until I have a different reason, you know? That's fair. So that's yeah. kind of where I'm coming at it from is like the eeriness of it all without an explanation makes me wary. I would say honestly not haunted with yeah, like a yeah, question. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's where we're both I think we both think the same thing. S- same we we kind just of, need like, sitting. some information. Okay, so about the the Countess. second one, the Countess Sophia house. Honestly, Honestly haunted. haunted. Yes. Yeah. She something sinister. She did not. There's good some things. occult stuff going on there. Ah. I wish we had more information. I want us to get into like a deep occult episode. We should do that. Ooh, I really it's it, like I know. It's, it's fascinating. It is fascinating. It just it, it's scary. No, it, it legit is, scares it, it me. Is, it's scary. Yeah. But like, I want, because I want to know what she was trying to do. Because yeah. I feel like this all screams that there is something she was attempting. Yes. And I bet that there is some literature on it. Like, there's some yeah. sort of vein, because it was like this idea of using mirrors to trap 
spirits yeah. and that was more of like a, as a means to talk to them for a longer period of time like so that they wouldn't just like duck out yeah but this is different this, this is, is like this is literal <laughs> kidnapping ghosts yeah ghost, ghost snapping, snapping. <laughs> we got a ghost wrapping for some ghost snapping <laughs> <laughs> we we trap the ghosts and then we teach them how to rap burka, burka. because we are <laughs> the best teachers <laughs> so this one i yeah i have no question in the house itself was also it screams haunted house like yeah. the, the aesthetic of all three of these places just kind of scream haunted house which is interesting too so the third one honestly, honestly not haunted, haunted. Okay. oh okay i this this kid you go first since you said not so so to me okay so i think i already said i think it's hilarious and like this is the type of ghost that i think is just fun and funny like i think that's like a fun story yeah it um, is definitely more lighthearted. to me i mean not his story just like him yeah. as a ghost being a nuisance right. you know um to me i guess there just like wasn't enough like to me i guess i'm like well yeah the parents probably moved out because they lost their kid and then it's like and then i feel like it's very easy to be like oh well if a young child died there that story is going to just kind of and haunt this place that being said i do think it has opened up some interesting thoughts like we started talking about the museums as like what type of power there is there so i i think it's very interesting i think it's i just don't think there's enough with this story for me to say haunted but i would be happy to change my mind if i was actually there and experiencing got to experience it. any of it and i i'm not saying that i wouldn't so yeah i think for, for me i'm just gonna say just i think it's something that you mentioned about the museum spaces being haunted yeah um and whether it is the house itself or the artifacts in it i think that there there is an uneasy feeling it's why i like a museum is one of the least places on earth I'd want to be at night by myself. Yeah. There's totally. just something about it. So again, I'm coming to it. We, we feel very similar to it, but we're coming on, to on it. On the <laughs> same kind of realm, just coming at it from different ways. So we've got, yeah, that's an interesting hodgepodge. We've each had. Yeah. We each had one that we said not. And yeah, one, that and, we totally agreed. And then the switch. Yeah, so look at us. Look at us. Oh, love it. Well, we hope you all had a very happy Halloween. We're going to go eat leftover Halloween candy. So much candy. So much candy. And we'll be back next week with more Honestly Haunted. Thank you, as always, for listening to Honestly Haunted. Please follow us on social media at Honestly Haunted and consider becoming a Patreon supporter to help us continue to grow. If you haven't already, leave us a five-star review. We'll be back with more Honestly Haunted. Little Monster.